0: Welcome to The Wrap, episode 62. The Wrap is a weekly show where I talk about all the cool and fun things that happened throughout the past week. Today is Friday, January 17th, 2014, and I'm your host, TJ. Well, welcome to the new year and a new uh, episode of The Wrap. I know I missed uh, at least a week. I haven't even figured out how, how much I've missed. I think it was just a week that I missed... Uh, in the new year. It was just a little bit crazy for me getting back into the swing of things and uh, just coming back after a week of no work and things needed to be done and so I didn't get one cranked out. But we we should be back on the schedule now and uh, so let's dive in and see what kind of news we had this past week. On uh, Monday uh, the winners of the Golden Globes uh, were announced or at least that's when I read about it and uh, I'll just briefly mention that the best motion picture drama Winners. The winner was 12 Years a Slave, and then up next, Captain Phillips, Gravity, Philomena, I'm sure I'm not pronouncing that right. In fact, I think I read somewhere somebody making fun of somebody pronouncing it that way. But anyway, and Rush. Uh, and check out the link in the show notes for more. Um, it's no surprise to me that 12 Years a Slave uh, won that, based on what I've heard. Uh, I am surprised that uh, – and, and somebody mentioned that they didn't think this was an order – uh, of of 2nd, 3rd, and 4th place. But that was the order it was listed in, and if that's the case, I would be surprised that Captain Phillips got 2nd place over Gravity. In fact, obviously, I think Gravity's the best film on this list, but uh, in any event, uh, that's the uh, winner of the Golden Globes. And in a little bit, uh, when I get to it, we'll get into the Oscar nominees. Uh, Star Wars Episode Seven rumors also came to us on Monday, according to Robert T. Trait over on Mania.com. The Hollywood Reporter's heat vision has tried to make sense of all the new Star Wars rumors, the latest of which include that Michael Fassbender, girl star Adam Driver, and Hugo Weaving are being considered for roles. Yet that is not all the rumors, I'm still quoting. The other big change that has surfaced unofficially, as no one will confirm or deny anything, is that Episode 7 is now primarily focused on Luke, Han, and Leia. Michael Arndt's script Script did not feature the original characters in primary roles. However, rumors indicate that J.J. J. Abrams and Lawrence Caston are now ge- going to give the fans one last adventure before focusing on their offspring. Thus, episode 8 and 9 would be their film. And there's a couple other things here. I'm going to stop reading now, but uh, Breaking Bad's Jesse Plemons is up for a major role in the film, possibly. These are all rumors. Uh, there's speculation that he's the son of Luke Skywalker. Hugo Weaving also is apparently read for a, a role... And uh, he has met for a, a part to play as an Imperial commander. So uh, some crazy rumors going on there. We'll uh, continue to keep you up to date as things come up. Uh, obviously, despite the fact that I don't have a lot of hope for Star Wars going forward. Um, basically, the prequel shattered any hopes I ever had for any of the films, uh, any Star Wars films. Uh, yet I will keep my eyes open and I just can't help it because I am kind of a fan of, of Star Wars. So we'll, we'll see what develops. All right. Catching fire toppled Iron Man Three in 2013. Iron Man Three had the year's biggest opening weekend and dominated the summer box office. This, by the way, is according to Jeff Le-, Le I did not practice his name. Jeff LeBrick over at Entertainment Weekly. So Iron Man Three dominated the summer box office, and when the dust eventually settles on 2013, Catching Fire will go down. As the year's biggest smash, the second film in the Hunger Games franchise, based on Suzanne Collins' book trilogy, inch past Marvel superhero movie on January 9th and now holds the top spot with four hundred nine point four million. So, uh, and then he lists the top ten movies of two thousand thirteen, which were Catching Fire at four hundred nine point four million, Iron Man three at four hundred nine million, Despicable Me two at three hundred sixty eight million, Frozen at three hundred one point five million, Man of Steel at two hundred ninety one point one million. Monsters University at two hundred and sixty-eight point five, Gravity at two hundred fifty-five point eight, Fast and Furious Six at two hundred thirty-eight point seven, Oz the Great and Powerful at two hundred thirty-four point nine, and The Hobbit: The Desolation of Smaug at two hundred thirty-four point two. It's pretty crazy that Catching Fire toppled Iron Man three. Iron Man three obviously was out had a lot longer, you know, time to be out in the theater before the end of two thousand thirteen. Uh, and and this franchise is really raking in the money, and with good reason. I mean, it's it was a good film, and uh, I certainly ranked it higher than Iron Man 3, so I can understand it as well, but it's kind of crazy. So anyway, that's that's the news on that front. Armand White was kicked out of the New York Film Critics Circle. If you've followed any of the writing on Movie Bite lately or listened to any of my other podcasts, you will know. We've talked about this. You know that he stirred up quite a controversy. Let me just read, though, from Owen Gleiberman over Entertainment Weekly. This morning, the members of the New York Film Critics Circle, including me, voted to expel Armand White, the former critic of the now-defunct New York press and currently the editor and movie critic of City Arts from the group. To me, it was a sad moment, pathetic, really, though Armand brought it on himself. A week ago at the Circle's annual awards dinner, White made a rude and bellicose spectacle of himself as he did the year before by heckling one of the winners, in this case Steve McQueen, the director of 12 Years a Slave, a movie that White, in his review, had dismissed as torture porn. Now make no mistake, he has every right to dislike 12 Years a Slave, a movie that he considers not, uh, not a powerful historical docudrama, but a sensationalist, sensationalist feel-bad fantasy that is subtly designed to make white people feel good about their own guilt. And you know, right? If he wanted to hate the film, that's certainly his prerogative to do so. I, I don't have any problem if he wants to hate the film. I certainly have films that I don't like, and and would pass judgment on. And yet, it it seems very uh, unsportsmanlike of him to heckle uh, at the awards ceremony that everybody else likes the film, and it's just poor sportsmanship, and it's it's unbecoming conduct of a proper film critic. Um, and it just reeks of bad decorum. Uh, and he claimed he had an interview with uh, Dave Chen on the slash film cast and he claimed that he, that he did not in fact, heckle Steve McQueen. And he questioned even what heckling was and he hemmed and he hawed and he hedged and, and, uh, it was very careful with his words. And I don't know who he thinks he's fooling because a lot of people were sitting around him and, uh, they, they know that it was him. So I'm not buying any of that, uh, Chad and I have talked about it on two episodes of the Movie Bite podcast now, Um, but episode 74 is where we really talked about it the most. If you want to uh, catch up with that, uh, you may do so, and uh, check out the link in the show notes uh, if you want to know more information about that. I reviewed Saving Mr. Banks this week. I gave it four out of five stars, even though I I think I would have enjoyed it more had I actually enjoyed uh, the Dick Van Dyke and Julie Andrews classic Mary Poppins, because the film is about the making of Mary Poppins and 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 Walt Disney securing the rights from PL Travers to that film pretty much against her will almost uh that's kind of you know Disney kind of charmed her into it um and uh, so I reviewed that film and I did enjoy the film quite a bit uh certainly Emma Thompson was great as PL Travers uh Tom Hanks as Walt Disney was just amazing and one of the lesser build stars, uh, nobody's really talking about it as much, but I thought Colin Farrell did a tremendous job in this film as P.L. Travers' father. Uh, so you might want to check that film out. I, I think it's well worth seeing. Uh, we talked about it on the Movie Byte podcast, episode 75. And I wrote, I uh, wrote, I released a video review, uh, a bite sized video review, uh, episode six uh, on Saving Mr. Banks. Those three links will be in the show notes if you want to check those out. But I do recommend the movie, it was a good movie. Gravity is returning to theaters Uh, over at Collider.com. Dave Trumbore writes after winning a golden globe for best director, Alfonso Cuaron's gravity will be returning to theaters this weekend. In case you missed the buzzworthy sci-fi thriller, you'll now be able to experience it on the big screen. It's no coincidence that the 86th annual Academy Awards nominations list will be unveiled this Thursday either. As Adam has expressed in his Oscar Oscar beat column gravity, its director and star Sandra Bullock will likely be up for some major awards. So that, as far as I'm concerned, the best movie of 2013 is coming back to theaters, and you should go see it. If for some reason you were a lazy bum and you just sat on your bottom and your lazy boy and didn't get out to the theater to see it, now is your opportunity to rectify that major mistake that you might have made. Great movie, great film. Can't highly recommend it enough. And it will be, it will not be the same. You might not even think it's a good movie if you just see it in your home setup without good, just the surround sound and. And the big screen, I, I definitely recommend IMAX. So get out there and see that if you haven't already. Well, there was a man shot at a Florida theater for texting. Uh, according to Entertainment Weekly, Pasco County Sheriff's officials say Reeves initially asked Olson to stop texting at the theater in Wesley Chapel, a suburb about half hour north of uh, downtown Tampa. Sheriff's Detective Alan Proctor wrote that Reeves spoke to Olson during the movie previews, then got out from his seat and informed management. When Reeves returned to his seat, additional words were exchanged and Olsen threw a bag of popcorn at Reeves. After officers read him his rights, Reeves told the detective that Olsen struck him in the face with an unknown object and that's when he removed a uh, .380 caliber gun, sorry, I don't know much about guns, I don't know if I'm saying that right, from his pants pocket. The report said Reeves fired the gun and struck Olsen once in the chest and that he was in fear of being attacked. You know, I'm all for defending oneself. Uh, I know that's an unpopular opinion these days, but I'm all for that. Uh, However, it's shooting someone because they're texting in the theater. I mean, he should have never let it escalate that far. If, If it was that much of a problem, he should have just left the theater. Just, you know, you could probably get a refund or just let the 15 bucks go. It's just not, it's not worth taking somebody's life over. My goodness, as much as I'm against texting in the theater. And if I were running a theater, I wouldn't allow it. That's a different issue killing someone because they're texting in a theater obviously is unacceptable. This is just so sad and so bad on so many levels. The guy was there in the theater trying to enjoy a film. And uh, yes, he shouldn't have been texting. But that's, again, beside the point. So this is very sad. And I hope that uh, this man is punished to the full extent of the law there in Florida. Well, we did get the Oscar nominees for 2014 uh, boy, I wish I could say I'd seen every uh, film on this list of Best Picture, and I wish that I could say I will. I, I don't know if I'll be able to or not. I know I won't be seeing The Wolf of Wall Street, which is a nominee. Uh, but further, I mean, okay, so Best Picture nominees are American Hustle, Captain Phillips, Dallas Buyers Club, Gravity, Her, Nebraska, Philomena, 12 Years a Slave, and The Wolf of Wall Street. Um, I would like to see all of those except for The Wolf of Wall Street, and I'll try to do that. Actor in a leading role, Christian Bale in American Hustle, Bruce Dern in Nebraska, Leonardo DiCaprio in The Wolf of Wall Street, Uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor, if I'm saying that correctly, I really don't know. Boy, there's a lot of that in this episode, isn't there? Uh, Anyway, he was in 12 Years a Slave. Matthew McConaughey uh, in Dallas Buyers Club. Actress in a leading role, Amy Adams uh, in American Hustle, Kate Blanchett in Blue Jasmine, Sandra Bullock in Gravity, Judy Dench in Philomena Meryl Streep in August Osage County. <clears throat> Actor in a supporting role. Barkhad Abdi. I've never known if I'm saying that right. Captain. Uh, he was in Captain Phillips. Um, Bradley Cooper in American Hustle. Michael Fassbender in 12 Years a Slave. Jonah Hill in The Wolf of Wall Street. And Jared Leto in Dallas Buyers Club. Actress in a supporting role. Sally Hawkins in Blue Jasmine. Jennifer Lawrence in American Hustle. Lupita Nyong'o. In Twelve Years a Slave, Julie Roberts, Julia Roberts, excuse me, in August Osage County, and June Squib in Nebraska. An animated feature film, The Crudes, uh Despicable Me 2, Ernest and Celestine. Haven't heard of that one. Uh Frozen and the Wind Rises. looks like Pixar shut out of the Oscars yet again. Uh, which I, I would consider uh um Monsters University to be a better animated film than anything on this list, but whatever. So those, those are the nominees in those categories. There are more categories, but those are the major categories, and those are the ones I listed in the article. But you can click through, if you, if you click on the show notes and then click through to the Oscars website, you can see all the nominees if you want to do that. Before I sign off for this episode, let me tell you about what you might want to see this weekend. Of course, coming out this weekend is Jack Ryan: Shadow Recruit. This is a, a film that I, I want to see. I, I, I mean, I want to like. I don't know if it'll be any good. The trailers indicate to me that it will not and that's unfortunate. I mean, it just looks like they're changing who Jack Ryan is or was. And I liked who Jack Ryan was in the previous films, and uh, I would have been okay with a complete reboot because the franchise is a little bit of a mess. Uh, only played it was, In two films, he was played by Harrison Ford. In one film, he was played by um, uh, Ben Affleck. And in a, uh, another film, he w- was played by uh, Alec Baldwin. So I would have been okay with starting the franchise over and trying to make it cohesive, but the, they're changing the essence of who Jack Ryan is. He's no longer a CIA analyst who accidentally gets into trouble with strange international situations. Now he's a sort of, he's a secret agent or something. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I'll like it. Maybe I won't. But that is what I'm seeing this weekend. Uh, The Nut Job is also new this weekend. It's rated PG and it looks terrible. I'm not going to see it. Uh, Right along, rated PG-13. And I'd rather see The Nut Job than I would to see this film. I have no intention of seeing this film featuring Ice Cube and Kevin Hart. Oh, just the trailers. Oh, I just can't take it. Uh, Lone, Ranger, uh, Lone Ranger, sorry, Lone Survivor uh, is one that came out last weekend, I believe, but I, I failed to list it, so I'm mentioning it now uh, because it's getting good reviews, and uh, I just simply missed it last week. Um, uh, So I failed to list it in my article, but uh, you may be interested in seeing it as good critical reviews as it's getting. I'm not really interested in it. I've seen the trailers for it. I just don't care, but you may be interested in it. Also still in theaters is Frozen, The Legend of Hercules 3D, The Wolf of Wall Street, The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smaug, Saving Mr. Banks, and Her, Uh, oh, one more, The Hunger Games Catching Fire, no, I'm sorry, I didn't scroll down far enough, and The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. For more on how I feel about those films, whether or not you'd be interested in seeing them, whether or not I think you should see them, and more, be sure to check out my article linked up in the show notes that's all I've got for you this week. If you would like to view those show notes that I just mentioned, uh, you can do that at moviebyte.com slash therap slash 62. If you want to keep up with me, you can follow me on Twitter at TJDraperPro. You can also follow Moviebyte on Twitter to stay up to date at twitter.com slash moviebyte. You can also like Movie Byte's Facebook page if that's where you'd like to keep up with us at facebook.com slash moviebyte. Of course, you want to be sure to visit the website where I keep you up to date every single weekday at moviebyte.com. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening. I hope you have a great weekend. Happy New Year, and I'll see you again next week.